everybody, welcome to My Town Hustle. In today's episode, we're going to have a little debrief from some Parklet construction. Stay tuned. Welcome to My Town Hustle, where we take an in-depth look at the people, policies, and processes that make small towns work. Focusing on trends in urbanism and creative economies, My Town Hustle explores the ideas that make our community special. So sit back and enjoy the show. All right, parklets. We're going to talk parklet construction, <laughs> yep. debrief, the fallout from uh, this past <laughs> mm-hmm. first Friday here yeah. in Marietta. Uh, I got the, the regular team in here, the Yoda of all things government, Mr. Brett Alfin. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey. Uh, we've got Sam Tootin of Sixmo City Services. What's going on? Uh, so, fellas, yeah. last week, really, the First Friday, uh, here in April 2021. I don't know when people are listening to this, but yeah, you guys, you guys yeah. took back the streets. Took back the T- streets. Took it back. Uh, specifically, the parking spot right out front of this building. <laughs> yeah, Just one piece of the street to be yes. specific. <laughs> yeah, very small piece of the street. Not the whole thing. <laughs> the the city gave us some cones. Yeah, we got some cones. Uh, five or six cones. Yeah. Shout out to them. I think they already come and get them. Uh, I didn't see them in the vestibule. Yeah, they so. came come. Okay. All Shout right. out to yeah. the, for the cones. Yep. Um, so this was really cool. We're going to actually have an insights article that'll accompany this podcast, but, um, for those who don't know, we've, we've kind of talked in general about parklets. Mm-hmm. Um, we may have had an episode on it. I don't really remember, but I think we talked about it in complete streets. We did talk in about episode five. Streets. Yeah. Wow. He even knows the episode wow. number. Yeah. Come Somebody over there. Studying. I did yeah. my research. I already posted about it. So I already oh, know. There you go. <laughs> um, so you want to give us a quick rundown on what, Parklets are? Yeah. Parklet is a mini park, right? It typically occupies a parking space. Um, whether it's temporary, it's permanent, you know, we live in a four season area. So, you know, winter time, it's kind of hard to have a, a parklet. Um, but Brett always describes it really well and did on Friday in terms of, you know, it's um, done because it's a low cost kind of avenue versus, you know, an act- expanding infrastructure, sidewalks, et cetera, to allow for more outdoor seating, whether mm-hmm. that's for the general public or for a restaurant or for, you know, whoever. And the burden's put on the businesses. Yeah. The, the city is not providing financing for this. No, they're providing the spot. They, more or less, they're providing financial in terms of administrating it. You know, if they take the whole, if they do the application procedure, um, just make sure everything's kind of in line uh, because it is a street right away. But uh, no, it was, it's, it, we, for us, it was up a day. You know, down that same day, but all programs everywhere across the United States, especially out west, you know, they have different rules, regulations on aesthetics. You know, they all have to be level with the curb for ADA reasons. Um, some of them limit to where you can put them, or how many can be near each other. It's more favored that they're on 25 miles per hour or less streets. Um, some make it so they're not used for outdoor dining for restaurants. They're strictly public. So anybody and any time can can do that. You could still eat if that were the case. You know, if yeah. you're carrying a coffee around or something. Yeah, or, yeah. It's not like you, you know, Jared's like eating at a park or you know correct. something like that. Okay. Yeah, not solely for Jared's Cafe to you know serve people and, oh, and sit down. I want Jared's Cafe. Yeah, that sounds cool. Midwest. But don't we have that in here? <laughs> no, 
But if they did do it, sometimes the programs would allow, um, you know, Jared's Cafe. They close at 8. After 8, it's open to the public. Or, you know, if you're not open on Sundays, it has to be open for the general public. Gotcha. So yeah, there's still some, you know, there's still burden of on the, on the person or the applicant of the park litter business owner or property owner. Um, but you could do a lot of things with them. So, I mean, just Google Parklet, you'll come up with a vast variety of different yeah. styles. And, and we've got some posts on what the actual construction of uh, the one you, you guys did. Mm-hmm. It'll also be in the Insights article that yep. Brett's going to drop alongside this podcast. Uh, so let's go way, way back. Yeah. What, what is the, what's the deciding moment when you guys said, we're, gonna, we're just going to do this? Well, I think back, and you know, so Sam in his past life was the director of Marriott at Main Street. So, continual shout out to Main Street. Mm. It really helped kick us off with a comprehensive planning effort downtown called Enrich Marietta. Mm. And one of the things that came out of that was the one of the feedbacks that we got the most regular was the desire for additional public spaces downtown, outdoor seating, but we places to be, places to be exactly, Mm -hmm. and. If, if you've been in our downtown, which is a beautiful downtown, it has relatively narrow sidewalks, you know, as far as seating goes and on, yeah. in our kind of main area. So to Sam's point, it's, it would be hard to do anything substantial, like with your building or anything for seating. But we knew that we wanted to try something and, and we knew that there was that desire to have more. So what could it be, you mm-hmm. know? And, and this was kind of our foray into not everything has to be a hundred thousand dollar project right so uh we had this idea we knew that there was a there was a desire for us we said let's just take a shot let's let's send a request over to the mayor and see if Mm -hmm. they'll let us use the parking spot right in front of our office Mm -hmm. and they did and they didn't make us get any permits they didn't make us pay anything now i will say most communities when you do if they have a parklet program you typically do have to get a permit you have to pay some kind of a fee we didn't have to do any of that. And so once we had that, we were off and running. And so basically Sam and I were kind of scrounging around for materials. Mm-hmm. What could we find? Well, what could it look like? Well, I know where to get some cinder blocks. We know where there's some recycled lumber. Sam and I both had some leftover paint, mm-hmm. right? Um, we had some picnic tables on the deck of the office. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we borrowed some potted plants from a local business. Um, we did spend about $50 on a piece of carpet. Yeah. which was really the only thing that we bought. And then we just kind of put it all out there in a day. And it was literally just a, let's try it yeah. idea. So it came from the, knowing that there's a desire for wanting to try that or, or, or wanting to have more outdoor seating and more public spaces. But how do we do that in the smallest, you know, low cost way possible to at least try? And that's what the parklet was in We'll say more about the feedback and stuff, but that was how we started. We knew there was something there from our planning effort. We didn't exactly have a plan to do it yet, but we wanted to try. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, construction-wise, you know, I went down. Uh, I didn't help build it, so I don't Thanks, get buddy. any of the credit. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Uh, yeah, I'm still sore. <laughs> Traps are on fire. Oh, man, yeah. Brett was out there brooming. It was, it was a beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. start to finish, <laughs> time-wise, for people listening, you know, once they look at the pictures and they see, you know, what you guys did, start to finish, what, under an hour? Once we got all the yeah. materials here, yeah. 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 There was trial and error, but, you know, it was no problem. So initial time investment, 
you know, before the day of install, yep. how much time did you have to devote to it? And that, you know, gathering the materials, you guys painted some two by fours, yep. you had to drive to a local landscape um, vendor to, to get the plants. Mm-hmm. And there was some time involved. Like tell people what they're in for. I, I would, I mean, a lot, the, a lot of that stuff we did either on our way home, you know, and, and access to where we're already going. Um, but maybe a day and a half all included and be, but you could shorten that up to a day. I mean, we just because re, logistics of it, right. I mean, that's going to be a lot of your time of just, just gathering that information. But I painted, um, the, the lumber in my garage. I mean, took a couple hours, Brett cut the lumber in his garage, took him a couple hours. Um, and then just picking up the material, add that. I mean, and just laying the stuff down. I mean, I would say a day. I mean, it's it's not long. Um, and that's a one time investment, time wise. True. We have. I mean, the blocks are we. Those are given. They've been given back. The plants are given back. But a lot of the other stuff we still have here. So it's something we can do. Really, we could do it quicker probably now. Sure. And that's we did the plants because we wanted to add some greenery. You know, if mm-hmm. they were gracefully donated to us, but you know, returned. Um, but if we just bought some, I mean, it's springtime, you know, if you have that right now available and you don't need to go get any from anybody or donate it from any, from another business that, that cuts an hour out of your time. Yeah. And you, and listener, you could do, you don't have to do what we did. You could make a parklet with whatever you've got in 40 minutes. Yeah. I mean, you know, we kind of went deluxe with, we built some stuff out of cinder blocks. We put the wood through there like a railing, you know, Mm -hmm. but I've seen places where the parklet is blankets on the ground with some folding chairs mm-hmm. and we're just going to kind of occupy this space for a little while and kind of see what it's like. So even what we did, even though it was kind of relatively low level, you could go even lower. Yeah. You yeah. know, you could do all le- depending on your comfort of safety. Sure. You could do mm-hmm. less. Uh, and the hardest part for us was the, the street where we did it has quite a crown. Yeah. And so making things, making the cinder blocks level ish, Mm-hmm. was challenging that kind of we had to change our design based on that crown yeah. um but other than that we were able to to jared's point the actual putting it together probably an hour you yeah. know less than an hour from sweeping up the, the the spot putting the rug down putting the blocks out getting the wood up getting the tables up probably an hour so yeah. here's the other thing i noticed i went down when brett was sweeping um i had to drive somewhere i think i went to a job site yeah i came back and when i came back you guys were finishing up Yep. And I know more than walk in the door and you guys are like carrying some extra stuff like back inside mm-hmm. and a woman walked right down the sidewalk and just plopped right down yes. at that table. <laughs> yep. I didn't yep. see that. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. Yep. Immediately. This was long before first Friday had started. This was yeah. before lunch. Yep. Wow. I did not know that. Yep. yep. So who knows how much time during the day that that was open as a public space Yeah. that people were actually using it wow then we did photos at probably like three forty-five, four o'clock somewhere in there mm-hmm. um and then first friday you know is by that time is kicking off yep. uh, pretty good for the local businesses down here and it was it was jam-packed so i want to get to um some of the feedback what you guys did because you were both present the entire night mm-hmm. at yep. the at the parklet mm-hmm. so kind of tell people what it was like when somebody would walk by. I mean, what do you what do you say? You're not trying to sell them a used car, but you're you're trying to say, "Hey, what do you think of this? You've never seen this before. What do you think of this?" Uh, you you're gonna have people who look at look at it. So we had a, a whiteboard that said, the, "You know, this is a parklet. What do you think? Yay, nah, 
or nah, you know, to get the response. So people, science. Science. We asked one simple <laughs> very question. Very nice. Very one simple question. So if people read that and kind of were walking but didn't talk to us, we try to engage them like, oh, what do you think? You know, yep. you clearly are looking. There were others who were just sort of like, what is this? And there's some that just, you know, walk right by. Um, it was, fun. It, I, I like to pull when people in because they're going to see it and they're like, eh, you know, they're, they're scared. They're kind of, they don't want to get into it to, with a stranger. It's, we're clearly doing something. Um, but I'd say more people were kind of on that, on that spectrum of we're looking curious, didn't know what to say, didn't know what to ask. So you just gotta, you just gotta bring it right to them. There's some people we knew, we knew a lot, you know, or sure. Friends, family, people we would see, you know, on the street, you know, that's easier to engage with than a complete stranger. Um, but I don't think there might have been a few that we just randomly were like, hey, you know, what do you think? And they're like, what is it? Uh, you know, and it just kind of, but they were, they were clearly walking. Um, but I'll let Brett go on. I mean, it's, it was, it was, it was really good. I didn't, no, no one really was like, Nah, you'll you know. see. Yeah, and Sam's right, and you'll see a picture of this on the Insight article. But there wasn't a single response that wasn't yay. Mm-hmm. So we basically had like a post-it notes and said, you know, stick some post-it notes up there wherever, whatever you feel about this. Every single one of them was yay. And I also did not hear this. I was expecting to hear this, but I did not hear this. But nobody complained about the lack of a parking spot. Mm. There was one woman who kind of talked in generality about, made some comment about, yeah, that's what Marietta needs is less parking. You know, we had one one comment about that, but nobody was like lamenting over the fact that there was one less spot, including the shop owner that's right next door. You know, we were basically like 50-50 in front of our office and his store. Yeah. And um, I I was expecting that feedback and didn't get it. Uh, Most most people seemed interested. I, I did sense that, you know, if you've if you've ever been on our front street, it's quite a long stretch, and there mm-hmm. is not there are no benches or anything. I mean, there's no there's nowhere to really sit anywhere. Yeah, it's up, and, up and down the whole street, and so true. I could tell that. I mean, I counted. So we we were there solidly from you know it started at five p.m. and Sam and I wrapped it up mm-hmm. around seven thirty. So in that two and a half hours, I counted. We had nine people that sat at the tables. Mm-hmm. And what we're going to do now is think about how many, how much would that parking spot turn in that same two and a half hours and compare that, right? So we had nine people that came in and out of that seating. Would we have had nine people come in and out of that parking spot or whatever? So, I mean, that's the, that's the other thing we're going to think about as we go forward and, and kind of express the value that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. What's the, what's the time limit on parking French Street? Two after, hours? After five o'clock, no limit. After right. five o'clock, no limit. Mm-hmm. So you park, you, you come to, you know, eat, play trivia, have a beer, whatever. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to be in that parking spot all, all night. Yeah. Because they're at the heat of it at five to six where everybody's coming into town. I mean, you could tell traffic is, is very, very heavy. Um, and, you know, they're later in, later in the evening, you know, you start to see the same cars. So it's like, well, these people are just clearly driving around. You know, right? But in the beginning, you also see the same cars driving around because they're probably, you know, it's it's the stigma of parking. You know, they're probably circling around plenty of times. But in that time of circling around, there was probably not a spot they, you know, they were wanting Front Street. They might have sure. passed some empty spots, but they weren't looking for that. Right. But by the time they circle around plenty of times, 
they could have parked and got to their destination. But once that kind of settled, I didn't see too much of actually traffic beside us in terms of parked cars. It was just the same kind of cars going going around going around the block. So it would be interesting to to see a little bit more. But yeah. I would I would suspect that it's a lot of those cars are staying there after yeah. that time because they're eating. So they're spending an hour plus, or they're walking around an hour yeah, plus. Especially on first Friday, you're not 100%. getting into a restaurant and once you yeah. park, you're committed to waiting probably yeah. thirty to forty minutes somewhere. <clears throat> mm-hmm. right? Right, or having a drink at a bar somewhere else, and then getting texted to go over to X Y Z. Okay, so yeah. talk to me a little bit about hurdles, impediments. Um, you know what the process would be for somebody around, uh, you know, any town USA to go. What do they need to? What do they need to tell the mayor? Like, what did? What was the? How did that conversation go? Especially if they, this is a foreign concept, and mm, yeah. you know the the general mentality or consensus in the community is, you know, get off my lawn. How, yeah. how do you present that information to, to a mayor? We were pretty lucky. I mean, between, you know, we, we did this in partnership with Main Street. And really, Main Street <clears throat> helped us, you know, contact the mayor and say, basically, we have this idea. We'd like to try it. And shout out to them. I mean, they, they were no hesitation. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. sounds, that sounds great. What do you need? Mm-hmm. And so, they, you know, we told them we'd like the cones or whatever. So it literally was just as simple as that, just asking, hey, we have this idea. We'd like to try it in one parking spot for a couple hours on one night. We'll put it up and we'll take it all down. You don't have to do anything. We'll do all of it. All we're, all we're asking is your permission to let us use the area. Yeah. And so there wasn't really anything more than that. I mean, um, we had a one pager. We did create, pager. yeah, right. Yeah. So, so what I'm talking about was kind of, there was an initial email, right? Exchange about, Hey, we'd like to do this. And then, uh, the mayor responded with, that sounds fine to me. Can you say, can you give me something in writing so we can, I can share it with other folks, whether it's in the administration or in council, you know, just this. Yeah. And we did, you know, Sam did a nice little diagram of where it would be. And mm-hmm. we had some examples of other ones and we did a little write up on it uh, front and back and gave that over. But even by the time we did that, they had already tacitly said, you know, it's fine. Yeah. So um, just ask. I mean, it wasn't any, there's no secret. It was just, hey, we've got this idea. We'd love to try it and we'll do all the work. <laughs> that yeah. was probably the other key part. It's probably the key part right there. Yeah. Is, you know, you're willing to just put all the burden. Um, on onto yourself to do it and not asking for them to do it because it's yeah. a great idea i mean it's and what we what i learned from that evening is that even here where i maybe expect more of people uh, to know things that i know but realize then that they don't live in my world all the time sure. or you know really what is a parklet you know i mean it was just it was a lot of people was first time seeing it you know and right there i'm like whoa you know that's that's crazy to me. Um, not because we really live too, too close to a lot of places that already have it, but I've seen it. I read about it. You know, it's, it's just in my aura of my things I like and want to see. So that was just eye-opening too. So not only is your fight probably to, not fight, but thing you need to be aware of is your administrators, people you asked permission for, educating them first and foremost of what it exactly is. Be, be acknowledged that there's going to be general concern um, for safety, you know, things of that nature. So address those when you ask and make sure you're prepared. And then when you're doing the engagement part of it, just it's all about education, you know. Yeah, yeah I like that, especially when you're <clears throat> talking to administration, kind of anticipating kind of what the blowback might be mm-hmm. and giving them some answers to equip them, you know, 
so that they're not, you know, well, I don't know. This is, you know, this is their thing. This is their thing. You know, that yeah. nobody in a position of power wants to have that be their answer to anything. Yeah. You know, you're, you're the person in charge. You should have the answers. That's just kind of the way it works. So I like that. Um, I like that opportunity um, for, for a fruitful experience, you know, growth along our, our front street corridor. So what are some other takeaways that you guys got if you got to do it all over again which you probably will will get the opportunity to because i imagine there's going to be a next step and we'll get to that but Mm -hmm. if you had to do it over again would you have done anything differently well we we won't get into it but we we have the dora going on here so um and marietta we've talked about that that's an episode you can say that was my bad idea no (laughs) that was a bad idea Uh, it was i it's a great idea uncle jared did it it was a bad idea basically <laughs> basically we yeah we gave we had non-alcoholic beer we checked with the liquor controls fine it's you know it, they were zero percent alcohol so we had a little cooler and little cups you know like like this is what you know playing fun with dora we're all three in support obviously um so people were really confused with that right off the bat like right. oh they're like, i read about this in the paper and we're like what? <laughs> no what? you didn't no you didn't <laughs> So, but we had a sign that said Dora, you know, on the cooler. So we took that off. Dora Jr. Dora Jr., you know, Dora and A, you know, we were, we were having fun with it, but. Um, yeah, that was my bad idea. Yeah. I thought, you know, that it would be, if people could see somebody with a cup walking around. Yeah. You know, and just kind of get this, it's getting used to it. Yeah. Like, and nothing happening because it's non-alcoholic beer unless mm. you know you're a really good actor i guess but yeah uh, you know <laughs> i was enjoying them <laughs> you said the, the we won't get into yeah. that we won't get but, into that but but i i think honestly i think the more the, the better option of that would have been actually if they were alcohol because we try to use it as a draw to maybe try to get people to mm-hmm. sit and hang out that's what yeah that but, was the but, intent yeah. sit down here mm-hmm. and enjoy this can you see yourself using this space in summer mm-hmm. you know um you know, can you see yourself here? Yeah. Or could you see yourself maybe across the street over in front of that restaurant, right. you know, as extended outdoor dining? Would you, would you like that? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was a, but it confused people. So yeah. definitely I would recommend mm-hmm. pick your one thing, whatever you're mm-hmm. going to do, do that, execute it, gather the data, move on, do something else yeah. the next time. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't, don't uh, cross pollinate, I guess. One of the things <laughs> I thought was good was, we did very intentionally did very little pre promotion mm-hmm. because we intentionally did not want people to be like, and this sounds worse than what I mean, but like we didn't want them like Googling on it or like, you know, like we wanted people's re- raw, real, li- real time reaction yeah. to what we were doing. Yes. So we did very little intentionally did very little promotion <clears throat> ahead of time. And I think that worked out great. It does. It limits the community organizers who are against certain yeah. things. Um, from giving other people predispositions that are just based on opinion, mm-hmm. you know, rather than letting somebody formulate their own opinion as they right. experience it for the first time. Yeah. We got to control that narrative a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, in, in real time, right then and there. I would pick lighter materials. No, yeah, <laughs> that's true. The man, center blocks. Man, were... We hauled those center blocks four times that day and it was, it worked out great. We didn't have that many. I think we had 25 and, um, but boy, moving them from a place to here, from here to there to there. Were those to the ten or twelve? Yeah. I can't. I don't know, man. They were heavy. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They were sling stout. a block is yeah. no joke. 
Yeah. But other than that, I think, I mean, I, I was just really pleased. I mean, we we kept it simple, and I think that was the other beauty of it was we didn't overdo it. I mean, we had a lot of other ideas we kind of wanted to do, but we were like, you know what? Let's just go with what we've got and yeah. see what people say. And KISS. Yeah, I think we are, you know, from a building owner slash architecture firm, we are so on board with this that it isn't funny. If we want to, I think we can go ahead and get down to the next step of this is what comes now. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm excited to to actually let it, you know, get our tentacles around designing a, a semi-permanent outdoor space right. in that, uh, you know, unit, not yeah. only for mm-hmm. us, but we, we've got a brand new neighbor right next to us, McKenna's yeah. market, uh, which I think is going to be great for downtown uh, as soon as they open. Um, but they've got, you know, kind of a, uh, what would you call it? It's not green space. It's landscape space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really close to the intersection. I don't know how that would all work. But they gotta, Yeah, they got to bump out. They have greenery between their sidewalk and yeah. the curb on the other side. But, you know, our neighbor on the other side also really enjoyed it. If we were able to commandeer those two spaces and have a big, long joint thing, and then you've got McKenna's. Now they've got outdoor yeah. seating, you know. You've got opportunity for a place for live music i mean it's it's a really really in a tree to provide some shade in the summer yeah. it's a really nice space and the cool thing was we were you could pull all of this off with our own resources right mm-hmm. we didn't have to ask anybody from the county we didn't have to ask anybody from columbus or anybody from washington i mean everything we were able to do we were able to do with our own our own resources our own yeah. desire i mean it was it was it was really cool it was. And I, I think too, Jared, give yourself some credit. We, you know, this, yeah. you've had this idea, um, you know, to do and had reached out to the city, you know, and I think we had reached out like, oh, what would it take? You know, what, what, how could we do this? Mm-hmm. And we were looking at it maybe at the sense of like, how can we do it now? Two years ago. Yeah. Of I reached out. Being done, you know, and, it's it would be nice to be able to do that and then have some, you know, direct answers after that. But, you know, just doing what we did now and, and moving that forward, I think that uh, you know, builds the trust that, you know, there's that this can be good. You know, we want to see that it's good. Mm-hmm. Um we know it's good, right? I mean, it's just we 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 have experienced some elsewhere. Um, but that was, you know, that would be my take my point to people too, is, you know, just by asking, you know. Just make sure when you follow up, make sure you ask, make sure you ask the right questions. And when, when you're not getting them, you know, don't, you know, we weren't, we didn't get mad, you know, we just, I did. Yeah. That's why I gave up. <laughs> the, uh, the only point I would join in there and I'm not trying to be, you know, uh, negative in any, any, any yeah. way whatsoever, but I will, I promise you there are folks listening to this podcast who can identify with the fact that you've asked something of an administration True. and this is a different administration. Mm-hmm. Um, but something was asked two years ago, followed up on multiple times, never got an answer. So I got you know, frustrated and just quit. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing this for me. This physically costs me money. Yeah. I'm a collaborative workspace. I'm not going to gain any more dollars by spending more money to have an outdoor public space. Mm-hmm. We're already rented. Like, I, it doesn't behoove me at all. This is something for other people, literally. Yeah. And we got no response. It wasn't until you guys decided we're just going to do it. Like we're, 
we're not going to take no for an answer or you know we're going to we're going to make sure we get the no not just crickets True. which yeah. is what i got i got crickets yeah. you guys went after like tell me no yeah and to this you know administration's credit they told you yes yeah. you know yeah. and that that kind of is a good segue into the next step where do we go from here true so i think the next step is figuring out what this looks like probably in a program right so we know mm-hmm. that <clears throat> our neighbor athens you know they've got a they've got a program where they do this mm-hmm. and so uh you know we've connected with them and trying to figure out if we want to do this on a on a rotating or a more permanent schedule of allowing these types of installations what are best practices to do, to do that and so i think we're thinking about those things um we're certainly thinking about <clears throat> another uh parklet implementation maybe at a different part of our downtown cuz even though our downtown is is relatively small there is quite a difference in quality of life from one street to another mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know what you know we've got one street that's extremely wide compared to a lot of others and they have a lot more sidewalk and so a parklet there might look different than a parklet looked here the one we did last friday or mm-hmm. a parklet on one of I, I hate to call them side streets but one of the non-main streets of our downtown probably looks different than than what we did and so yeah. just trying to explore what might work for our community because exactly what ha- what works in Athens probably not going to work here and what works in Denver and San Francisco is probably not going to work here but something could work mm-hmm. and so I think we're going to just kind of begin exploring that and see if there's any uh, interest or any heat to that and then we're just going to kind of keep chasing that idea mm-hmm. as far as it goes and if it doesn't go anywhere that's fine mm-hmm. um, I, I feel confident that if we had a first Friday and we wanted to do something and we wanted to pop up a parklet again yeah. on a one-off we could probably do that you know, we don't need a whole program to do it. I mean, we've shown that we can do it and they'll let us again, shout out to them. So, but I think the idea now is how do we make this more of a formal thing as opposed to just our pop-up gorilla? Let's just put some stuff out there and see what happens, which was fun, (laughs) which was cool. was fun. So I guess I'm going to, we want to get more, more, I think collect more data too. I mean, we asked one simple question. I think if we do it again, that question still is there. Because we're going to run into people who don't, still don't know what it what it is. Didn't see us sure. from last Friday, right. or last first Friday, um, but maybe get a little bit more in terms of actually getting the support. You know, of like, would you support a program like this in Marietta? You so, know, do you would do you want dining? Do you want do you want it to be public park? Uh, do you want it to be a restaurant aspect? Do you right. you know? Um, do you want many of them? You know, where, where do you want? Uh, some of them are so extravagant where it's just like, you know, there's shade, there's umbrellas, you know, there's, there's probably interactive stuff mm-hmm. with it. So, I mean, you can get really, really creative. And I think kind of opening that imagination to people will be, be fruitful. So my question for the next step is um, who would be the person or group that allows said things? Because the mayor allowed this. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that getting a, you know some sort of plan together like Brett was talking about. I don't think that goes through the mayor, right? Or am I wrong there? Could we facilitate something um, on their behalf to say, "You tell us what you need to have, what data you, we need to collect mm-hmm. in order to make this a thing." Then, what programming you need us to write, we'll write it. But at the end of the day, you got to know who the decision maker is. 
is he the person pulling the trigger or is it council? Is it a commission? Oh, establishing a program would, would, uh, would likely come through council depending on what level of organization you wanted to it. So, yeah. Uh, if we needed to pass an ordinance that said that this type of use was allowed and was in context with zoning and with parking regulations and all that, you know, it's kind of like Dora, you know, it's, it's, um, we're making a small change to existing regulation to allow allow this. So that would that would go through council. And I think if we were just looking to do random one-off, you know, not a widespread program, that could fall under the purview of just an administration because that's just an administrative um, function of yeah. permitting a spot. Yeah, I mean, I think like of that. a right-of-way permit. I right, feel exactly. like a, the way around this is just, you know, when we renovated this building, Got a right of way permit to put our dumpster in there, right. and that was our spot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If I wanted to put a parklet up there, my assumption is it's the same thing. You know, I got to just confirm with my insurance provider that they're cool with that. Yeah, right. But the the, the program, I think, when on administrative function is really just to check those boxes. You know, so I mean. We can do it, but if it becomes a growth, while you implement into either uh, a program that's through council or you know just through them, is that it's just it's checks and balances. It's all it's all fair. It's all done the same way, and no one's left asking random questions. The one off works great. Maybe two off just runs great. But you know, I think ultimately, you know, we still want to make sure that there's an, be knowledge that there's risk, not only for for people but for for property owners, you know, mm-hmm. and for the city, just to make sure that everybody's safe, everybody complies with the same rules and regulations, um, all the way down to the simplest, you know, make sure it's clean and tidy, you know. Um, so you don't have to over-regulate it or, you know, really put a lot into it. But on administrative function, I think really the next step is just to make sure that everybody's aware of those P's and Q's and just go from there. And I, if if suddenly, you know, in the next month or next couple of weeks, you know, five people that aren't us mm-hmm. asked to do this, that would probably jumpstart the necessitation of a program, right? How do we, yeah. how do we institutionalize this? How do we regulate it? How do we make permits? You know, how do we make an application, whatever? So if, if, if we, you know, if what Sam did was inspiring, yeah, you know, and suddenly five or six people want to do it, um, that's probably a different ball game. I don't know that we're going to see that, but it could. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, we, Probably two guys I know could go ask people, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I yeah, mean, right. Yeah. that's how that's how this. You know, yeah. you and I were talking before I I left for for lunch earlier today, and you were talking about this. You know, just go do it. You know, what are something extremely small, extremely easy? Mm. You just we think these are all like big grandiose ideas and things when they're actually like so super simple, basic. Yeah, you know that anybody can implement them. You know, part of that implementation is like what you guys did. I gave up two years ago. You guys are the one that that did this. The next step is: can you go get X amount of signatures of sure. building and property owners? You know, within you know maybe the Front Street corridor, or the Second Street corridor, or wherever. And people that say, "Yeah, I, I'd be all for," you know, coming up with this, especially if part of the legislation is that it's in whatever's in front of my space, I kind of get a say in. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I'd be the one building it. True. So. 
I don't know. The, I'm just I'm just adding more workload to you guys. I mean, come on. That's fine. That's what we're here for. <laughs> well, and I think this this sets up, I think, what we're going to talk about in some subsequent episodes about, you know, anybody that's listening to this is probably aware of Strong Towns. And if you're hearing the words coming out of our mouths here, you're probably hearing the concepts, you know, that we're going to talk mm-hmm. about. So we are going to talk very intentionally about strong the strong towns concept and the strong towns movement and what that means for communities like ours but this this was the literal implementation of what's the smallest thing we can do mm-hmm. do that thing right now okay what's the next smallest thing you can do after that do that thing right now and that and if you've read that book or if you're familiar with strong towns you know that's kind of like their mantra and this was yeah. just that in action so we're going to talk more about that in a future episode we're gonna, a lot about that but this was really just that in motion. Brett has that tattooed on his chest. Yeah. I might, as well, on his chest. Yeah. might as well. Strong. Strong. <laughs> Strong. I, I think too, you know, we're, when you want to do something like this, you, you know, we want to see it through to a point, you know, we, we, we weren't just asking for ourselves to just do it and be, and be done. You know, we want to see it through. Um, and I think no matter what, we want to get to that point to where it, it's, it's fruitful. It's not fruitful. You know, we did everything we can one step at a time to get there. Um, and oh no, I feel good about. It. I, I I think for me, I, I I told Brett off Mike that you know it felt good to talk with people, get them back engaged, kind of see you know, um, like Dora. That's kind of hard to do, you know, test run, right? But this is a test run, so you get to really get people's raw experience with it. And I mean, it was great. People, I think, really 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 responded, and I think people enjoy that. You know, I think of Marietta. They, we have one uh, restaurant that has outdoor dining. Granted, the sidewalk's perfect for it. You know, they were given permission through through council to to have a barrier. It looks great, but something like that got got approval when that could be almost a program. It could incentivize more restaurants to to go in that location or to do the same thing that they did. What happens then if it's not a program or if it's not looked at? Uh, the same across the board is you might have different different looks you know you might have things that don't work well next to each other so theirs is kind of big in my opinion it's a weird little loop but it's great so it it could be a big deal if a bunch of restaurants come in or it could not but i think when things like that happen that are unique you know um, seeing how they work and then being able to mold that to the to what's your what's best for your community, and if you can apply that elsewhere, I think that's mm-hmm. I think that's always great. So, yeah, one of the concepts we've also written about on our insight articles is this um, productivity per acre, mm-hmm. um, not value per acre, but productivity per acre. Mm-hmm. Value per acre, another strong towns concept, you know, is what people how they value things. So. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to pay more dollars for less acre. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get a parklet, you're gaining real estate. Yeah. You're gaining real estate. So you're, you're, what you are valuing the most and what your town, the people that are, that are buying things in your town, buying real estate, they're telling you this is the most valuable place to be. Yeah. That's where, and the, the productivity part will, will show you that it's, Based on the value of or the the taxable income that comes through there, it's also a very productive place to be, which means people are spending dollars there, people are being employed there, so mm-hmm. adding this real estate quote unquote to it is just 
man, it's a no brainer. Absolutely, it's a very, it's no brainer. But well, you know me, I'm always happy to see us take it back from cars <laughs> and give it back to people. <laughs> Because I go around and I don't know. I mean, a lot of our towns and our town included. I'm like, is this place made for cars or humans? I mean, yeah. it's you know, but that's just a factor of our culture. And I'm I'm being facetious here, but in all reality, I I am glad to see to see that. To Jared's point, I mean, it's about people, right? Mm-hmm. And I know people drive cars, but I'd rather see people around than I'd rather see more cars around. Yeah. So I have a great story, real quick. Yes. Do it. Story uh, time with Sam. Time. Yesterday, my wife and I we we leave our house to go to my mother in law's. You know, in our suburb suburban community that has no sidewalks, we're we're driving, and there's these kids playing basketball, and the truck in the driveway is kind of is kind of at an angle to block the kids from the street. Now this street is generally f- full of fast drivers, so I get it, you know, the safety aspect. But I told my wife Maggie, I was like, see, I just if the if a basketball rolls out and a car hits it and dings it and it goes flying up in the air, I wouldn't care. Now I get the safety of the kids, but I wouldn't be trying to block any basketballs from going out there. And I said, take back the street. She just starts laughing. Mm. I'm like, yeah, take it back. Like, wh- you know, don't. We're, we were coddling all that traffic to go through there. Yeah. Um. I don't know if I don't. You know, the kids. I, the kids look tall <laughs> enough and big enough to know not to run after the ball into the street. But if it was if it was there to protect the ball from rolling. Who cares? I'm, I, that's just me. It might be sound very insensitive to those people driving, but if I were to hit it, I'd be like, "Yeah, Your basketball hater." Yeah, I live, I live in a neighborhood. You know, like that's what happens. Yeah. Well, to take, your point, take back the street. If you if you take back the real estate in the streets, yeah, like I guarantee, the speed of cars mm-hmm. will slow down tremendously on Front Street. Park parklets are implemented sure. yeah. because I mean there was had to be a lot of rubbernecking. I'm assuming. Was, when you guys were out there, there was one car. What is that thing? Well, there was one car that kept going by. So I don't know if it was because <laughs> we were there and it was like, what is that? Oh, Sam, let's turn around. Sam's mom. What is that? Yeah, there I didn't some. feel at danger. I didn't feel in danger at all when I, I sat at the table. I mean, I had my kids out there and everything. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I felt, I felt fine at ease. I mean, we were in pretty close proximity to a red light. So it's like, you can't go that fast, you know? Mm-hmm. But, I didn't feel in danger, and we didn't even have all of the um, anti-rolling stones and the all the other kind of embankment type material that most communities require. We didn't really have any of that. Mm-hmm. So, in actuality, a real parklet—I'm air quoting here in the studio—a real parklet would have a lot more countermeasures than we had out there. Yeah, because we just did it. <laughs> yep. So, all right. Well, um, we got anything else we want to talk about from a debrief standpoint? Yeah. Maybe we do a follow-up episode as you guys continue to, to roll on this. Yeah. Do stuff. Yeah. We it, ate a lot of Easter candy. A lot of, a lot of candy. I guess if, if you're not familiar or, or have experience talking with people or engaging with people, I mean, just you know, be ready for the people who are going to go against what you're advocating for, even though we didn't really get that. You know, even the confusion that we did get, it was easy to def- you know, deflect and, and get to the point of the conversation. So um, I've definitely been in engagements where an unpopular item so you know just stick with what what you got don't be afraid and be willing to listen to i think you know that was you know some people you can tell right away you're not going to win them over but if you at least get what you want out of it in that in that discussion 
maybe they would have left and thought about it a little bit more. Yeah, we definitely yeah. were not interviewing people. You know, it was like, a, yeah. what do you think? Pretty cool. Okay, thank you. I mean, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that 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 was 85% of the engagement. We were not out there like the Brookings Institute interviewing folks. You know, we're getting their detailed feedback. We were literally like, what do you think? Yeah. You know, and I don't know. Okay, have a good night. You know, so that was about it. So we're, we're the peeps. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for now. Um, if anybody has any questions for these guys, hit us up, support at mytownhustle.com. Uh, if you haven't uh, reviewed our podcast, we'd appreciate that. Um, regardless of the platform you're, you're listening it on. Uh, what else we got? Anything else? Any announcements? Hit our Facebook, hit our website up. Yeah, check out that Insight article. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll link that in the show notes, but that'll also be on our social media post as well. So. Yeah. I won my bracket. I just wanted to stay that. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> very nice. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to My Town Hustle. We would greatly appreciate it if you would share our podcast with someone who you think would benefit greatly from it. But most importantly, subscribe and leave us a rating and review on iTunes, Spotify, or whichever platform you consume your podcasts. It would mean the world to us. Until next time, folks. Thanks for listening. I know.